Welcome to the Jackson and Barry Show, the world's finest equestrian podcast, with your host, Alicia Railing. Hello, and welcome to the Jackson and Barry Show, where we interview brilliant equestrians from around the world to learn more about their personal journey and what it takes to be an elite equestrian. Hello, and welcome to the Jackson and Barry Show. Today we are in the fabulous Dinar, and I am standing here with McLean Ward. Welcome to the show, McLean. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's jump in. Can you just tell uh, our audience a little bit about your career up to this point and the grand adventures you've had? Uh, well, it beats working for a living. Um, I've been lucky enough. I came from a horse family and uh, got great opportunities early on, uh, some great teachers. Uh, along the way, and uh, later on, when when my career started to go in a good direction, um, had great support from a variety of different sponsors and owners, and uh, really got the opportunity to ride some incredibly talented horses and try to make the most of it. And and uh, yeah, it's worked out okay. <laughs> most excellent. Could you share with the audience a favorite success quote or a philosophy that you live your life by? Uh, you know, it's hard to just put one. You know, anybody that. Um, has, you know, high aspirations and pursues something, whether it be a sport or education or business. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of cliches, right? You know, I'll work hard and enjoy the journey. And, um, you know, I'm a very competitive person. I certainly, uh, I certainly love to be successful and I'm not the best loser in the whole world. But, uh, but I would say um, as I get a little bit older and can appreciate things a bit more, uh, it's really been... A, uh, the, the, the overcoming some of the struggles or difficult moments, you know, you certainly reflect on with a lot more pride than when it was all going easy and you just, you won. That actually brings us to my next question. Um, I don't know if you have, um, with the horses, there's a lot of ups and downs. I don't know if there's a particular down you want to talk about, but what I'd like to know is from those downs, how do you come back up from those? Well, you, you don't have an option. You have to pay the mortgage. <laughs> but yeah, you... Uh, <clears throat> You have to understand your whole career is not based on one day, win or lose. Um, we have great support of people around us. We have great you know, staff in the stable and managers. I've had man two managers for almost 30 years now um, who have been with me through thick and thin. Um, and you have to persevere. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of uh, how sport reflects life, you know. And uh, we got to remember we're, we're, we're jumping pine sticks. We're not saving a country and uh, get up the next day and we get to go work with horses again and, uh, and keep at it. From a business pers perspective, you just mentioned about your managers uh, being with you for long periods of time. What do you do that makes that relationship work, actually? Because that's important. I don't let them leave. Um, no, we, we uh, Lee and particularly McKeever, who runs my road operation, um, uh, we've been together since I was uh, 13. Uh, he took care of my ponies uh, at the beginning. And um, yeah, it's it's a it's a I say it's kind of a marriage if if you want to say, um, but uh, you know we try to treat each other with respect most of the time, and uh, we know that each other does their job to the best of their abilities, and uh, you know we have uh, unified goals, so it works. Excellent. What is one thing that you're really excited about right now? Well, we have the upcoming World Equestrian Games and Tryon. Um, it's always a little more pressure when it's on your home turf, um, but I think it's great exposure for the sport within the United States and North America, for that matter. Um, we've had, uh, in, in selecting the team this year, we've had some ups and downs, but I think maybe it has a chance to come together, uh, which is always the task. Um, 
I'm also very excited. We have a new horse in Clinta who's been really phenomenal so far this year and uh, always excited to compete her. That's really exciting. She's standing here next to us as we do this uh, podcast. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Uh, I've been given a lot of good advice over the years, and I've been given some bad advice. Um, I, always, I always tell a story. I remember I was a, kind of a messy, scruffy little kid, not very professional or, or diligent. And uh, Michael Page, who was a three-day eventing Olympian, drove up my driveway, look, lives in our town, and, and uh, I think my boots were a mess, and shirt was hanging out, and he got out of his car to say hello, and he says, wow, you, you, you look a mess. And I said, well, who's here to watch? And uh, he said, well, you never know who might drive up your driveway. And I don't know, it hit home. I changed a lot of things after that. It was one of those comments that uh, I made a 190. And uh, I think I'm known now in the sport for being super organized, super diligent, um, and really having all of my, my parts in order um, to be able to do the best job. Huge part of it, huh? Um, hey, what is, okay, in terms of young people coming into the sport, maybe they don't have a lot of money, what's the most creative way you've seen a young person get into the sport and make it work? Well, I mean, there's no doubt that, um, obviously, at some point, you know, you need backing, and, and you're going to, you know, if you're going to try to do the sport at a high level and you have the talent to do that, uh, you need backing. Uh, saying that, it's a little bit of, a, of become an excuse for people to say they can't make it because they don't have enough money. If you look at the top 25 riders in the world, none of them come from, from anything but a middle-class background. They've had opportunity in different ways, but they've also created opportunities. So, so there's a way through. Um, but you have to understand that you, you need to learn how to sell yourself, as in every sport you do now. You can be a very talented basketball player, but if you're difficult and you're not educated and you don't play as a team, they're not going to hire you. So it's the same in our sport. You need a certain set of people skills. Um, I don't know if there's one creative way because I'm not a, a big gimmick guy, and that sounds like a gimmick. You know, I think people, you know, uh, develop their skills, work at it, are determined, uh, mix that with a certain degree of talent. It is a sport at the end of the day, and you have to have a certain degree of ability. Um, just because you want it really bad doesn't always mean you can do it. Um, and you know, persevere. It's it's no it's 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 that same journey. It's that same struggle. Um, I also think people need to realize coming up in the sport that if your only barometer of success is whether you go to the Olympic Games or not, you should probably choose something else because uh, that's only going to happen for, for a very few because a lot of things have to come together for that to happen and, and you need a certain amount of just pure luck. Um, so if you don't enjoy all of the other parts uh, and the daily interaction with horses and and trying to develop them and the, the business itself and working with the different types of personalities, it's probably going to be a pretty miserable experience. You're not going to have much success. So. You're going to be hit with the virus, huh? Um, what are three things that you do that make your sponsors happy? Uh, probably win. <laughs> <laughs> that sure helps. Um, I think that, you know, in our stable, uh, the care for the horses is the utmost professional diligent, um, the horses really come first, and, and for sure they're sport horses, and there's competition, and, but uh, I think the care is first rate. And when I think about good care and good horsemanship, that doesn't, it's not maybe the, the cliche, oh, I bring the horse a carrot every day. It's, it's actually truly day in and day out great care. Um, and my relationship with my sponsors is very personal. Um, I don't, you know, I call them up, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, they're, they're part of our team, and uh, I always say, if, 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 if I don't want to have dinner with you, I don't want to ride a horse for you. <laughs> That's a good barometer.
Okay, uh, we're going to head into the racetrack round. What does the first 60 minutes of your day normally look like? Uh, I don't get up quite as fast as I used to. <laughs> I, first few steps are a little stiffer than they once were, but I'm an early riser. Uh, I don't sleep great. Uh, I, I enjoy. I normally go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a get a coffee in the morning and make my calls to Europe because of the time change. And uh, when we're at home, I enjoy doing some farm work because it takes my brain away. Uh, when we're at the show, obviously it's the show schedule that that kind of trumps everything else. And uh, I also now enjoy uh, my three-year-old in the morning if she if she gets up early enough. That's always a great time of the day. Oh, she's just starting to get interesting now, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do you have a quick fix that we can take to the stable today to make us a better rider? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you know, get some good people around you. You know, I mean, you know the, the 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 professional, the good professional, or the good groom. You know, is still a vital asset, and uh, you know, listen to what they have to say and don't think you know it all. Is there a book or resource that you think everybody should read? I think there's a lot of great books, old and new. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, for sure, the sport I think is better than it ever is, particularly the high end uh, or the top end. Um, but it's interesting to reflect and look back at some of the, the classic uh, writing books. And then obviously in modern times, you know, Bill Steinkraus's book, George Morris's book, you know, these are all interesting and there's a lot of information. And there's also a lot of information on how the past relates to the present. Um, you know, good riding is still good riding, even though the sport has, has you know, probably improved in light years in the last 20 years with, with you know, the globe getting smaller, so to speak. It's really interesting. It's really global now. What is one thing about riding you wish you learned earlier? Um, you know, pro probably, probably the fact that a great horse with an average rider will always do better than an average rider with a great horse, you know, that's, but that really applies to the, probably the top end of the game, you know, I mean, there's no, there's no, um, there's no replacement for a super gifted horse, you know. Um, I thought in the beginning maybe I could make horses a lot better than they were. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's always things to be learned. I, I don't think you can put a specific on it. I think you, you always are trying to get better. You always are trying to watch. Um, and, and at the same time, you also have to fight to maintain what you're doing well. Excellent. Okay, our last question. Imagine you wake up one morning and you're a 17-year-old working student. You have a place to live, your food and basic needs are all met. You have all the knowledge you have now, but you don't have a horse, you don't know anybody, and you only have 500 euros. How would you start your new life? Yeah, I'd try to, try to see somebody that, uh, that I think does it well, that I think not only does the sport well in the ring and from a competitive point of view, but seems to, to have a great organization, a healthy environment, uh, a successful stable, and I would attach myself to them any way possible. And uh, you know, in our in our barn, there's not a job that anybody won't do. Um, and and if you won't, then you're not going to last very long. So, um, I mean, I love to mow the grass. I go out and do it every morning when I'm home. So, you know, everybody everybody has to 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 wear all the hats and understand. Uh, uh, the business uh, from multiple points of view. For sure, we have to progress to a point where we, we, we're able to delegate because you can't do everything. But uh, you have to be willing to do anything and I think associate yourself with good people in any walk of life. Excellent. Thank you so much no for problem. your time Thank and you. good luck today in the Grand Prix. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today on the Jackson and Barry Show. I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you're looking for more podcasts, the Jackson and Barry community, or the world-famous Jackson and Barry equestrian charms, please visit our website at 
www.jackson with an X and Barry.com. That's J A X S O N A N D B E R R Y.com. Or jo- join our community on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining us. And remember, keep the leather side up.